0: Week, I am ready.
1: Remember oh, okay. last
0: week, I did not have baseball cards. I got oh, yeah. baseball cards. Remember last week, I was attacked by two evil flies. Look at this. I love it. The big yeah. man. Yeah, I'm ready. So, I am so ready for this show. It isn't even funny. Uh, you want to know what else isn't funny? The way the Cubs are come out in the second half. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Get there in well, a minute.
1: It's a little bit funny.
0: <laughs> you gotta laugh otherwise you'll cry uh, I do want to remind you all to like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter you can contact us at one Cardinal one cup one beer or excuse me I screwed that up one card one cup one beer at gmail.com please 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 subscribe to our page those of you who are watching on the YouTube channel subscribe to our channel by hitting the icon in the bottom right hand corner. Um, If you're watching on your TV, um, when you get to the end of the video, you can actually subscribe there. There will be a little circle you can subscribe to. And uh, so there's a few other ways you could subscribe rather than watching it on a Mac or a PC. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'm using a lot of words to say, very little. Also, please support (laughs) us on Patreon. You can start with just $3 uh, a month. And that will fund, uh, J.G. and I, our Goodwill trip to uh, South America to spread the news on baseball. We are going to go to Paris. Uh, we're going to have a stadium built there, put a major league team there. And uh, then for the fun of it, we are going to build a dome stadium on the continent of Antarctica. So we oh, have yeah. a in, in the in the hopper that you're going to want to support <laughs> us through by supporting us on uh, patreon jj how are you doing
1: i'm doing great it's been raining and i've got i'm not supposed to open an umbrella inside but i got the cardinal umbrella here and i hypnotize people all the negativity out there it's like a jedi mind trick right there i've been using my umbrella to bring positivity to cardinal nation out there you guys you guys are going to
0: catch us in pittsburgh
1: we got You're, Pittsburgh. We're tied with them right now. I,
0: yeah, you, you've tied Pittsburgh. You're going to catch us next. You're only like we're only like two and a half games. And the way we've come out of the blocks is is I'll get into it. Go ahead and tell
1: us the good news in Cardinal Land. Well, I was going to. We had a winner for our contest for the All Star game. We had ten people enter the contest. We only had two people pick the National League. And Vince, I don't know what you thought but i thought it was a great all-star game that was fun it was I, I i loved it i loved it and uh the uh so first of all our winner we had two people say national league one said nine to six national league one said five to three and that was uh corby baker from park Barbie hills
0: baker, that, cheater. <laughs> that, that cheater that time traveler who can go into time see what's going on and he wins Horse races, sporting events, and now this? He's winning it all. That's right. Next time you put a a disclaimer on any contest that you cannot be a time traveler.
1: And no Corby, no, we love Corby Baker. He actually has challenged us to the trivia. He said, I would like to, oh, yeah, he's talking smack now. He's one in a row. He wants to come up and do the trivia. So All uh, right, I'll I'll tell you what. Trivia is on hiatus because uh,
0: of Max's work schedule during the summer, but when he goes back to Kirksville and we start this up again, you're going to be the first one.
1: Well, all right, Corby Baker, you heard there that.
0: There will be no future questions that you can cheat <laughs> on. It's, it's all going to be in the past. So run me on equal footing here.
1: Uh, my favorite moment of the All-Star game, before we get the Cardinal news, is there was a moment when Otani was at bat and the uh, Seattle fans – we're basically chanting, we want you to come to Seattle, or "I we want you Otani. I thought that was a great moment in the game right there. That was, I, that, that was, that was
0: funny. That was great.
1: That, that was really good. Well, I've got Cardinal news. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, the first news is the Cardinals have released Genesis Cabrera, and um, we got I, him in a deal. Go ahead. I was surprised.
0: I know he's having a terrible season, but with that kind of stuff, some a contender will will give him a, a shot.
1: Yeah, uh, I have a lot of friends that said they the problem with the Cardinals is they should have got something for him instead of just releasing him. And I kind of agree, but I didn't know if anybody really what we could get for him. Uh, of course, my friends think we're going to get one of their top ten minor leaguers. I don't see that happening, but maybe somebody and uh we just let him go but i was looking at stats he was one of the centerpieces of the tommy fam deal when we traded fam to tampa bay at the time and we got uh, he was the main guy in the trade but every year his statistics just have went down and in uh in 2020 his era was 242 and t- and in 2021 it was 373 in 20, uh, two it was 463 and this year was 506 and I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but there was times he'd get into it with the manager. Um, and at times he could shut the other team down, but then there was times he just couldn't throw a strike to save his life. So I wish him well. And uh, that was a nice, it, I wish it had worked out. You, 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 fall in love with all these players and you, you want to see them all do good, but uh, they split ways with Genesis Cabrera. And like you said, Vince, I was kind of surprised we didn't get anything for him. We just pretty much released him there.
0: Let me ask you this. What team there, – there are two teams I'm thinking of that have great pitching labs that could use him right now for a playoff
1: push. Well, I know the Dodgers have a lot of uh, injuries. Dodgers so are one. I can see the Dodgers. Plus, he's a Hispanic guy, and they have a lot of Hispanic players on their team. Uh, another team that's going for a playoff push, possibly uh, – Minnesota? Maybe Minnesota over there? I wasn't thinking Minnesota, but that's
0: that's I'm I'm talking about teams that have renowned pitch labs. I'm thinking I'm thinking the Astros may be a good fit for
1: him. Oh yeah. Because they
0: we had a pitcher that was much like uh, Cabrera a few years ago. He was on our he was our closer until we got Aroldis Chapman in 2016, Hector Rondone. And he just started falling off the table like Cabrera. And then he goes to Houston, revives his career, and is a setup man, late any guy. I think he's retired now. I don't think he's around anymore. But Houston extended him a couple more years. Great stuff, just like Cabrera. When he got to Houston, it straightened out for him. And that's why I'm thinking, this looks like a, a Dodger or a Houston-type thing. Um, Dodgers are probably the best fit because of the injuries, but someone's going to pick him up and try to work with him.
1: Anybody that has that kind of stuff, they're gonna take a chance on them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed. Um, we you know, all teams have guys that other teams gave up on and they go to that team and they have you know rebirth of their career or something like that. I remember Jim Cott, uh, we got him in the 80s and he became just a, a specialty pitcher to left-handers, did fantastically won the 82 World Series, and he was a big part of it. We had a Weaver. We got one year, and that's when we had Dave Duncan, who was fantastic at reviving pitchers' careers and, of course, Yachty. Um, And uh, so, anyway, well, I wish him the best. The Cardinals did sign their number one draft choice, uh, Chase Davis. We had thought about drafting him when he was a high school kid, but we got him in his junior year at the uh, University of Arizona. So, July 15th, he was out at the ballpark, signed the contract, took some batting practice. So, I hope to see him up in the big leagues here in two or three years and uh, another outfielder. The Cardinals have a lot of decent outfielders. So, we'll we'll see what happens with him. Um, the Cardinals, we like I had the the umbrella a while ago. We've been hit with a lot of rain lately and uh coming out of the uh, uh All-Star break, we went two uh, we went 2 out of 3 against the Nationals who are un- they're kind of in the same boat we are, but we took two out of three should have took three out of three. Our bullpen blew one of the games, but a lot of rain delays in there. We lost the first game. Michaelis was pitching uh, basically it's nine up nine down the first three innings, this big rain delay came and the bullpen came in. And of course they, they lost the game. We, we pulled ahead and just blew it at the end, but we won game two and game three. And then last night against the Marlins, uh, we beat them and our offense is red hot right now. And, it seems like we're going with a four-man rotation, it seems like, because Michael has pitched game one. He came back in game four and pitched again. So uh we've won, um, let's see, three out of four and six of our last eight, and we have caught the Pirates. So no longer are we in last place. We are tied for fourth with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So uh let's see what happens there. Offensive explosion. Uh, I tell you what, Willie McGee has done a good job with some of these outfielders that were all bats. Uh, Burleson was in the outfield the other night and caught a ball over the wall. He brought it back, and that was really good to see. And Jordan Walker, who's primarily a third baseman, uh, I don't know if you saw this play, Vince, but he laid out and caught a ball like a, a Superman catch over right field that they played over and over on all the Cardinal broadcasts. And it was really, that's the best play he's made because his defense was a little suspect but he's hitting the cover off the ball and uh his uh exit velocity is like 100 110 off his bat even on a ground ball so uh i like his progress he's coming along really well um let's see trade talks i don't even i can't even start talking about trade talks cuz vince are talking about trading the whole team and like we said before except for uh walker i might be open to any player that would make our team better in the long run and of course Mosellock had a big press conference and he said pitching 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 so let's see what happens because some of these uh, a lot of teams are gonna be buyers with all these extra playoff teams making the playoffs the cardinals are sellers apparently but uh i think mosaic just isn't gonna take anybody and of course if we don't get anyone halfway decent or a good prospect the fans are gonna ah mosaic lied to us but until you see what you're the deals are. And sometimes you got to go right up to the last minute because teams get desperate. They think they can get a a better deal somewhere else.
0: Let let me ask you this. The the Cardinals, this has kind of uh, shifted a little bit because Milwaukee has about the second half. hot, took care of business with Cincinnati Uh, after the All-Star game. They were uh, down by two games. Now they're up by two games. Uh, Cincinnati's kind of you know, I don't want to say predictably, um, but I'll say predictably because I predicted it. Their pitching start to to, uh, you know, show some
1: paid. A they're, little just bit. Not,
0: they're just not a good staff after Hunter green. Uh, they have a hard time holding teams down. Um, so it does look like the Brewers are going to kick it into high gear um, and probably win this thing. Well, let's say that everybody was still meddling like they were before the All-Star game. Would you rather be a buyer and try to win a weak division and probably have a hard time in the playoffs, or would you rather sell, call this year a wash, and just try to improve for the future? What would you do what, if you were the general manager?
1: Probably sell. But if somebody fell on our lap, like i have to say, you know, Goldie, we got him for nothing. And Arenado, they paid for his first year of his contract. If something like that happened, oh well then if the if the baseball gods, if at the line were, oh, we got this guy and that guy, and here we are, we're in it, I'd say go for it. But what's probably going to happen is we've got so many outfielders. And we got so many young players, we're going to have to make a decision on some of them. And if we can get some pitching for next year, some an ace, we need an ace. We got a lot of threes and fours, we need an ace. And, um, I mean, a lot of people have been talking about uh Snell or our uh Nolan, uh oh, the kid from the Phillies, uh, one of those kind of guys. Oh, that would be great. So we'll see. I say sell, though. To answer your question, I would say sell. And Vince, I'm going to give you credit here. You you're a great predictor. He's a better predictor than I am. You said about some of the yeah. You I'm giving it. I I applaud you. You said these new rules will bring more fans in, and the there's been some statistics that came out this week that the average fan age now in Saint in baseball has come down 6 years. Just since these new rules have went to effect, all the uh attendance is up. TV uh t- attendance, people watching on television has went up. So, it's been a win-win. There are a few rules I'm still not crazy about. Uh we'll talk about that some other time, but uh but it seems to be working and uh so
0: yeah, I <laughs> I think it's baseball. not just the rules. The World Baseball Classic was such a hit, so exciting. I think that that those two things combined reinvigorated uh, the general population's interest in baseball. It's much more comforting to know that you can go to a ball game and it be done in two hours and 20 minutes and to think, and maybe here for three plus hours. Um, It's just, you know, I, I like watching baseball but i don't like watching it at a slow pace i really enjoy the pace of things sped up um speaking about the attendance did you see who was number two in attendance in major league
1: baseball i was going to mention that yes i did i was very proud of that the old okay. Louis cardinals number I, two i was just talking to my wife
0: um we talked once a month, I think. So we got that out of the way.
1: <laughs> My You're wife for July.
0: A Cardinal fan. I I had that graph on TV, and I said, "Look who's number two. Oh, well, that's good. I said, "It's good," but the the Cardinals, they've been outed. They've got great revenue from attendance, but they're still not going to spend Otani money. No, no, they're not. They're just not going to do it. Um, even though they're making money hands, hand over fist. And I think that's one of the frustrations that Cub fans and Cardinal fans do share is even though Cub fans, even though the Chicago Cubs are a little more generous with their payroll, there are times when the upper echelon, the Otanis, uh, the, the judges last year, they're just nah, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. And I'm thinking, why not?
1: Yeah. You could if you wanted, the Cubs could have if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know? I, I, I is
0: it going to cost 60 million for Otani a year, maybe, but you're getting two players for the price of one, which also means you're going to open up another spot on your roster that doesn't need to be filled or, or that's going to need to be filled. So you're, you're kind of getting an extra player because you got the two for one here. I just think economically otani makes sense at 60 million a year um does it make sense for 60 million a year over 10 years no but you know considering his age i think 60 million he's probably going to get six or seven years from somebody i would overpay for the last few years to get this generational ball player get him on a team that is going to make a serious playoff push because the Angels, it's been Otani and Trout, and let's see how far they can take us. They really have not supplemented with, with good pieces and decent and pitching to get them there.
1: Even with the expanded playoffs, the, the Angels seem snake bit, something always goes wrong, and they're just on the outside. They're it's I feel so bad for that. Actually, I don't I feel too bad for them. <laughs> But it's just, there's so much talent out there and they just, they're a fourth place team, you know, Uh, it's, it's sad. Um, But with with Otani, he would be worth his, the the money you give him with the revenue, uh, you know, selling the jerseys. uh, They always be featured in the game of the week. National revenue. Oh, Yes people would be coming from all over your attendance would go up he's in his prime too and he and he, he knows it he knows what he's worth and i think he's got a really
0: great handle on what he's worth because someone asked him some or maybe they asked uh, his trans his agent translator i don't know someone from his party uh, a reporter asked you know 50 million a year and uh the answer was Higher,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, it is money while you play the game, you know. I know there's a love for it too, but Vince, another thing I've noticed about baseball, which I'm very proud of them, they kind of took a page out of the NBA and the NFL. Uh, it seems like they're really marketing the faces of baseball now. I see so many, like not just local commercials, but big commercials. MLB channel is another thing that they really. Uh, promote these guys uh your average fan might know who Juan Soto is, and well Otani and Mike Trout and all these players you know so uh you know when yeah, I was a yeah. kid we yeah exactly exactly yeah. so like, really like or hate the Yankees and I do hate the Yankees
0: they are so necessary for baseball because they are they are one of the top franchises at any sport worldwide you know the the Dallas Cowboys, you know the New York Yankees, um, you know uh DC United, you, you know the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Yankees are in there, so they you need a star in New York. And I'm I you know from a competitive standpoint, I didn't want Judge to go back there, but from a, a business standpoint, yeah, go back there. Um uh, he's a great face for baseball, um, uh, he and Otani.
1: Yes you were talking about attendance i did see this the top attended team in baseball is the dodgers but they're the that's the second biggest city in the united states and they have the angels down there too but they're averaging 48,000 a game that's that's incredible the cardinals 41,000 but the cubs are in the top 10 they're 10 and you know Wrigley Field is a smaller field they do have the the, the rooftops out there too but uh that's good I mean, it's good for baseball. It's good for the Cubs. Good for the Cardinals. Fans are showing up. The Cardinals, though, have incredible giveaways. I, I'll put them against any other team in baseball on their giveaways. And people get excited about the – bob. well, you, I, you know I go on and on about the bobbleheads and all the stuff like that. But they've got some – every night it's like they got a cool giveaway. Uh, you mentioned hated. The most hated team in base in all of baseball is the New York Yankees. There was another poll that came out. I like looking at all this and uh, the Dodgers are number two and the Astros are number three, but the Cardinals made the the list and uh, they're number nine. And uh, I take that with a little pride because you gotta be good to be hated, you know, Uh, or cheating in the world series to win a world series, one of the two. So number nine, I'll take that. We're in the top 10 of the most hated teams. So, must be we must be doing something right um and then there was one more uh poll in there well oh age the youngest teams the cardinals are the fourth youngest team in baseball which i didn't have any clue about the cleveland guardians are the the youngest team at 26 years and 8 months but the cardinals are uh are 27 years and 7 months so we're the fourth youngest team and the thing about a young team They've got exuberance and they take chances, but sometimes they're inconsistent. These younger teams sometimes, and I see a lot of that in the Cardinals, uh, maybe diving for a ball they might have should have played. They go, they try to do a little extra and usually throw the ball away or something, but that's a mark of a young team. And uh, the last thing I'm going to say about the Cardinals is I'm kind of sad and happy about this too. Vince, the next two weeks, we've got four in St. Louis against the Cubs and four in Wrigley against the Cubs, and then we're done. By the time we hit August, the Cardinals and Cubs are done for the year. That's kind of sad, but it'll be fun the next couple of weeks uh, with the Cubs and the Cardinals playing each other. And that's all I got on the Cardinal news.
0: Well, I do want to mention something else that's not related to Cardinal-Cub news. Um, Just the sad state of baseball in these two cities. Um, in the bottom five in attendance, of course, Oakland is is way down there. They're not even going to draw a billion this year. That's sad. Um, but in the bottom five are both Miami and Tampa. Oh, uh, Tampa right now, um, second best record in baseball. They got to that tremendous start. Um, leading a very tough division. They still can't draw flies there. And Miami, a young, exciting team uh, that is in the playoff hunt right now and uh they uh they they can't draw there either um they're talking about you know building a new stadium in tampa right next to the old stadium why would you do that they couldn't draw there i know a new stadium would would have all the bells and whistles and be nice but uh miami has proven you can have a new stadium with a lot of bells and whistles so i'm going to attract people um There's the possibility of of Tampa moving to Orlando. I'm not so sure that that's any better. I mean, Orlando to Tampa, that's what, an hour, hour and a half drive? Mm -hmm. Orlando has so many other things during the summer people are doing. Um, Disney World, of course, uh, you know, who knows if Disney World's going to say in Florida, the way things are there. But um, I don't know. I I, want to see I want to see Tampa move to Montreal.
1: Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. And baseball does try everything to keep you there, but eventually if it's just not working, you got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. You've got
0: a team that's been in two world series in the past 15 years that are perennial perennially in the playoffs. You should still be able to draw more even in a garbage stadium. And when the Astros were good, there in the Ash Dome. They drew. Uh, when Seattle was good, the King Dome, they drew. Um, you know, you don't have to have a great baseball field. You have to have a winning team, and if fans aren't even showing up for a winning team, I, I don't care what kind of stadium you build. They give them a bump for a little bit, uh, but eventually, it's it is what it is.
1: Maybe they'll pick right. up during this the pennant race and the playoffs. Maybe they'll pick up and they'll really get rejuvenated these last couple of months. I hope. I,
0: I, I hope something happens. I, you know. Cub news.
1: Uh,
0: our lone Cub representative, Justin Steele, pitched one inning in the All-Star game. Uh, should have been the All-Star game MVP. Um, I think that sixth inning uh, was the momentum changing thing. Um, and the thing was, I mean, he, he 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 was just kind of lobbing the ball. He's so good. He didn't have to throw hard. He just kind of pitched it under him for heaven's sake. Underhand, and he threw a softball, and he let them use an aluminum bat, and he let uh, Otani bat every time.
1: (laughs) And they moved the fences in for him.
0: Yes, yes. And I don't know if you noticed, but none of his fielders came out when he pitched. He said, ah, stay stay here. I got this. Um, We are one and three since return. And if you remember, I said last week, we have to go 11 and six. Up until the uh, uh, trade deadline, if we don't go eleven and six, we're not going to be buyers. We're going to be sellers. Uh, Being, we've decided that uh, against the Red Sox, Red Sox are a pretty good team, but we had to win two out of three. We went one and two against the Red Sox uh, on Friday's game. uh, Hendricks got hit. A couple of those uh, very warm, summery uh, Wrigley Field balls uh, went out that went out a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, got, he got pretty hard hit loss, uh, Saturday, uh, we, we won 10 to four Stroman pitched, uh, six innings, one earned run. So Stroman, the, uh, rest and skipping the all-star break seemed to have done it good. And then Sunday, uh, we had Justin Steele on the mound and I thought we had a good chance to take two and three with Hendricks, uh, Stroman and then Steele. Steele did not pitch a bad game, uh, six innings pitch, five earned runs, um, but, uh, there was a ball that was hit to Horner. And I could not believe they didn't call it an error because it's something that he should have caught. So four of those runs should not have been earned. Uh, but it was what it was. A uh, couple of highlights. Uh, Bellinger is still hitting. He had a grand slam on Saturday. Uh, looks like he's going to be a trade piece. He's hitting 300. He's slugged close to 900. Uh, his powers returned he's stealing bases he's fielding like a madman. so it looks like uh um, bellinger is positioning himself i mean we can go 10 and 3 over the next 13 and still be buyers i just don't see it i i see milwaukee kind of putting it into gear right now the way they took care of cincinnati but looking good um also, uh, good news in Cubland, uh, Patrick Wisdom hit his first two home runs since May mm. um, this week. So, uh, you know, the guy had 14 home runs right out you know, in the league in home runs that just fell apart. And so I guess I guess he's back now. Um, and uh, something that has been not just concerning to me, but concerning to uh Um, a lot of the pundits who cover the cubs we are getting terrible offensive production from three players that we cannot have terrible offensive production from corner is hitting 268 or something like that he's got to hit 290 he's got to hit 285 290 he doesn't have a lot of pop um his thing is to put the bat on the ball and um He's just in a terrible slump, and he's he had two errors in that game. Uh, well, one error he should add the second one that I've already talked about. But Horner just isn't producing offensively like he should be. Happ is having a terrible year offensively. He finally hit his eighth home run. He's first home run since the two home runs that he hit against the Cardinals in London. He's got seven home runs. That's our corner outfielder to be extended. This guy has hit 25 home runs before. He should have some pop. We can't have him hitting 13, 14, 15 home runs. But the guy that's really frustrating me of the three is Seiya Suzuki. We put a big investment in him. And I don't know what it is with our scouting when it comes to the Asian ball players. Other teams always hit the jackpot. We can't see we Fukudomi come uh, over and, fizzled out um uh gosh the pitcher gosh i never can't remember his name, but he did have injury problems but suzuki was projected to come here hit 20 25 home runs hit with the high average uh that's what he did in japan this guy his his he's got decent exit velocity off the bat but for some reason nothing's in the air they're all hard ground balls that are easy double plays uh, right to play right to the infielders he's terrible and we've locked him down we've locked half down we've got these two guys who aren't producing in the corner spots of our outfield where you have to have offensive production that's why i think it is so important for us to be a major player in the otani thing because we're stuck with these guys who have no power we need to get someone in here who can put the ball over the fence. Horner, I don't, he's probably just having a down year. He's probably just having a downtime. He'll probably pick it up. I like him as a ball player, but he hasn't produced this summer. Neither of these three players have produced this summer, and that's why we've had such an inconsistent offense. Half finally hit a home run last night. Yippee IO, yippee IA. We still lost to the Nationals, by the way.
1: So. Oh. Um, is so, it just they're hitting in a bad luck or are they chasing uh, what, what, what do you see oh, that's different because these are these are your core guys for the next few years too half and Suzuki really aren't chasing
0: uh, half has a ton of walks; he's like second in the league in blocks um, oh. I don't have a problem with this on base but he's hitting 245 and he's just not providing the power he's not hitting the home runs he's not hitting the extra base hits Suzuki I don't know what's wrong with him he just cannot hit the ball in the air. I, I'll give you, I was watching the game, I think it was Sunday or Monday was the last night's game. Cap has a ball at his eyes, and there's a runner in scoring position. That ball can't be hit on the ground. It's almost impossible to hit that ball on the ground. He hit it to a double play. I don't know how a major league hitter can have a ball at his eyes. You swing at it, you make contact, and it not be at least a pop up. Nope. Somehow he hit to a double play. So mm, mm, mm. that's, that's my rant on the Cubs. We need to go 10 and three, uh, for the rest of this month to have to be, uh, um, uh, buyers, but I don't see it happening. And I see that Stroman and Bellinger are going to be out the door. Um, I, I would rather us try to extend Bellinger, um, because he is a solid bat that we can keep. If we get rid of him at the trade deadline, we bring Pete Crow Armstrong up to play center field for the rest of the year. However that shakes out, golly gee. Um, nothing against PCA, um, but they're always unknown before right. they get to the majors, you know. um, He may come up here and hit 150 and have one double the rest of the year. He may come up and hit 350 and bang seven, eight balls over the fence. I don't know. Uh, but Bellinger's a sure thing on offense. And right now, he's the only sure thing we have on offense with Swanson on the disabled list. Uh, he and uh, our second best hitter right now, Jan Gomes.
1: Wow. Who, who would have thought that? That's right. That's awesome. No, there uh, a lot of talk about a lot there of the Cubs getting I'm traded. Just- Gomes is one of the guys that's talking about in the trading, and and Strowman and uh, Bellinger—they're the ones I hear on all the baseball channels and everything, I'm talking about teams are very would really want those guys, you know, and you might get a lot for them. But if you had a big hitter in the middle, like an Otani or whoever, that I think they would clear up that make the other guys better. That he'd be protecting them in the lineup. If Otani is there, uh, hitting in front of or behind half,
0: I'm fine with Hap hitting 250 because he walks a lot. He's got a high on base percentage. But Hap, we didn't sign him to an extension to be a table setter. We signed him to an extension to be a producer, and he's not producing. Um, we're going to be spending. Let's say we let's say we get Otani, okay? Uh, it's probably not going to happen, but let's say we get Otani, um, and Otani is batting in front of Hap, and Hap hits like he is this year. Um, we're paying a lot of money for a table setter. We've given this guy an extension. We said, we believe in you. Um, Whenever we didn't extend all these other all-stars, we believe in you, and this is what we're getting. And another thing that bothers me with our our best RBI guy, aside from a a Bellinger and Gomes, our best RBI guy is Swanson. Um, He leads the team in RBIs. Um, he's got an outside shot to hit 100 RBIs if he gets hot, but he's definitely going to hit, you know, have between 70 and 80 RBIs, which is that's a good year. His minuscule as our offense has been, inconsistent and minuscule, and, uh, well, that's pretty good. But We have him batting lead off a lot uh, or second. Um, I know he's not hitting home runs, but Jesus, he, he he's putting the bat on the ball with runners in the scoring position him a third fourth or fifth and try to knock these runs in hap who doesn't hit well with runners in scoring position needs to be hitting a lead off because he does take all these walks but hap the rumor is i haven't heard it out of his own mouth rumor is and i think this is true Hap tried lead off like four years ago and completely failed at it said i don't feel comfortable there if i was russ i would say all right you need to get comfortable there because i'm not comfortable with you hitting third, fourth, fifth, sixth in this lineup and hitting under 150 with runners in scoring position. We can't have that. But Ross, not my favorite manager. <laughs>
1: I, that's a sore spot for you, I know. <laughs>
0: my my, The manager I want for the Cubs is sitting on the bench in, in San Diego, and I want him on the Cubs. I want him to be our next manager.
1: And who now? Who's that the, sitting on the bench? Uh, the the Schilt. Man. Oh, so he would be. I love Mike Schilt too, man. It'd be hard to hate the Cubs with Mike Schilt's over there. Yeah, we'd be we'd be pulling for him too. Yeah, he's a good manager. He's a good guy. Comes a time in every man's life when
0: he needs some advice on relationships. You need to listen to the podcast DMDR, which stands for Dating, Marriage, Divorce, Remarriage, from my good friend Jeremy Connor, the Dr. Phil of the Boot Hill. You can find DMDR on Spotify or whatever platform you choose to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Well, we at the beginning of the year we did our predictions. And to show how completely stupid, at least I am, if <laughs> you're too. going to take this uh, uh, time mid season and kind of go over our predictions and uh,
1: prove to everybody that we are definitely not time travelers. No, we need Corby here. Straighten us out. We do. We do. So
0: JJ, why don't you tell us how you thought the national league East was going to shake out at the beginning of the year?
1: Well, I did pick the Braves to win that division. I know. I I went over all of our picks today, (laughs) and I picked the Braves to actually go all the way to the World Series. I I like how they built that team. A lot of young guys gave them extra years on their contracts. I think they're that's the blueprint right there for uh, if you're not one of these teams with uh, you know a three hundred million dollar payroll this is the way to do it bring up some good prospects trade get some guys great pitching Uh, they got tons of pitching coming too this this could be a really good team for a long time so I picked the Braves number two Vince well here's where I don't know what I'm talking about the Mets went out and spent so much money I thought well the Mets are bound to finish second but they're 18 and a half games out right now and uh, in fourth place in that division Uh, so I'm wrong with the Mets the Phillies I said third place and actually uh they're uh 10 and a half games out uh so I'm wrong on the Mets and the Phillies the Marlins are the surprise team and I'm so happy for Skip Schumacher. I picked them for fourth and right now they're in second place in that division and uh, they're an exciting team like we you said a while ago a lot of good young players. I think they're going to be good for years to come. I hope the fans show up. And so I picked them to finish fourth, and they're actually in second place. And I was right on both ends on the on the sandwich. I sandwiched proper picks. I got the Braves for first and the Nationals for last place in that division. And they're actually, uh, I think as of yesterday, they're like 24 and a half games back or 29 and a half. You're I can't read if that's a 24. So they're, they're pretty far back. So I got two of them right. And everybody else is flip-flopped in there. And I thought the Mets were really going to give the Braves a good run for their money this year.
0: Well, I picked the Mets to win the division uh, because <laughs> the the stupid money they spent on talent. And I should oh, know yeah. better at the age of 56, I'll be 57 in a few weeks. I shouldn't have known better that, you know, when teams spend a lot of money, it usually takes them a little bit to gel, but uh, so uh, I was wrong there. The Mets uh Fourth place, 18 and a half out. we are not going to make the playoffs this year. I picked the Phillies as a wild card team. Uh, the Phillies are 10 and a half games out. They're only a half game uh, from the wild card. So uh, that's a pretty solid pick. Yeah. I have the Braves. I picked the Braves third, and I did have them as a wild card team. And the reason I – the Mets, Phillies, and Braves I saw kind of top heavy. I didn't see a whole lot of games separating these two. surprised me that the Braves have taken off. One thing I did not trust with the Braves is that they were not the same team last year as they were the year before, and the the issue was Freddie Freeman was gone, and I thought that they had a leadership vacuum with Freeman gone and now with Swanson gone. But uh, I, I think one of the uh, – besides Acuna Jr., one of the uh, MVPs of that team has been Sean Murphy coming in yeah, and sure. uh, being such an offensive slash defensive force on that team. Um, I think the Marlins finished fourth, but it was a strong fourth. I really like to make up with their team and where they're heading. And uh, they're like, you know, they're second place, 10 games out, but they are the last wild card team in right now. If season ended today. And um, the nationals are a terrible team, except when they play the Cubs last night. So.
1: They're on the upswing. They got a few, few players there. I got a few. Well, uh, do you want to go the center? You want to go central first? And then I'll do I'll come behind you and talk about okay. my picks.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure the central we had the exact same picks. Um, I had the Cardinals finishing first. Not a good first half of the season for the Cardinals. I did have the Brewers second. Um, I had the Cubs third, which is where they're at right now. Uh, the Pirates uh and the Reds fourth, fifth. Um Right now, the uh, the Brewers lead the division uh, by two over the Reds. They're, they seem to be taking a hold. We are eight and a half games out. The Pirates and the Cardinals are uh, in the cell right now, both 11 games out. So uh, I, uh, I really screwed that one up.
1: <laughs> well, I did the same thing. I picked the Cardinals to be the only playoff team from the Central. And, Vince, I haven't totally given up yet. I know we're 11 back, but if we can get to maybe eight games back in the August and maybe within five games in September and make it a race, who knows? Pressure does the crazy things. We'll we'll see. Um, But uh, I don't even know if we're going to make it with the team we have now. Maybe a bunch of, uh, uh, who knows? But uh, I picked the Brewers for second and they're in first and they're looking good. But uh, I tell you what, their hitting just doesn't, thrill me. It's their pitching. It's got them this far. Uh, the Cubs for third, and I think the Cubs will be in third at the end of the year. I still think that. The Pirates are just... Man, it's not that we caught the Pirates. The Pirates fell down to us, is what, what happened there. And the Reds, I finished for last place, and I just don't think they can fall enough to pass the Pirates for last place. So, I wasn't... I may have got... Uh, Cubs was the only one I got right in that division, uh, being in third place. Everything else is all... Wampus in that division. So uh, uh,
0: it, I did uh, turn on a portion of the uh, Reds uh, against the Brewers the other day, and uh, L.A. De La Cruz has kind of come back to earth, and uh, that's kind of coincided with the, uh, the
1: their, their slides. So I think they've lost like four in a row right now. Yeah,
0: they they've lost four in a row right now.
1: Yeah. And you know, uh, these pitchers, they'll find your weakness. They'll expose it. You've got to keep adjusting. So, uh, but he is a talent. That kid is going to be special right there. Yeah. Uh, Well, the West, because just like we were talking about the Mets, the Padres went out and got this all-star team together. And so many times in my lifetime, uh, I remember when the uh, Dodgers had Strawberry and Eric Davis, well, they're just going to walk over everybody. And it was a complete disaster. Sometimes it just doesn't work like that. Um, but the Padres I picked for first place, and they're actually 10 games out. I picked the Dodgers for second because I thought they were getting a little long in the tooth. And they let a lot of players go last year. And I kind of always thought the Dodgers let some players go to clear away for Otani. I kind of see him ending up in with the Dodgers because it's just across town from the Angels. But that's my prediction on that. So I picked that's the Dodgers depressing. for second. I know, I know. The Dodgers don't need no Otani. I I would rather see the Do- I would rather see Otani go to the Cubs than go to the Dodgers myself. So anyway, that's that. And then uh, the I Giants-
0: would rather see Otani go to the Cubs than the Dodgers too. So we're, <laughs> oh, we're oh, right there.
1: We're in mutual. Yes. Uh, third place. I said the Giants, and actually, the Giants are in second place right now. Uh, they're only a game and a half behind the Dodgers. And I tell you what I love there. It's a gritty team. They don't have the big stars. Um, I like that team. And, um, uh, anyway, I picked the Padres and Dodgers to make the playoffs and I picked the Giants for third, but right now they're in it. Uh, fourth place. I picked the diamondbacks and the diamondbacks are two back last time I looked, uh, which was yesterday. And I tell you what, that team, uh, a surprising team, a young team, uh, they're playing with a lot of energy and uh, they're fun and they're going to upset a lot of teams down the stretch. So there's look out for the Diamondbacks. I picked them for fourth. And uh, well, as of Monday, they were in third, but they're right there with the other teams. And in last place, I picked the Rockies and uh, I did get that one, right? So that's the only one I got right. That whole division was the Rockies and they're 18 games out right now.
0: Well, we, uh, we were uh, same on this division too. I have, I had the Padres winning it, Dodgers coming in second as a wild card team. Then the Giants, Diamondbacks, and, and Rockies, and uh, you know the Dodgers have kind of thrust themselves to the head right now. Um, the Giants a surprise team. I don't know why we're surprised. They, they they're always competitive, um, and uh, the Giants and the Diamondbacks are both uh, have a wild card spot if the uh, season ends today. Uh, Padres, I don't know if they're going to blow that up. Uh, Versus the Blake Snell is on the market, and uh, boy, that he looked good, Cubby Blue. Um, <laughs> and uh, the Rockies, uh, led by uh, Chris Bryant, perpetually um, <laughs> rehabbing from something. Um, yes. I, 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 head scratcher, why did they sign him that huge contract? I don't know. But anyway,
1: <laughs>
0: let's go to the American League where we have no oh, stake in anything.
1: Yes. when well, we go first or? uh Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay, you please. I picked the Jerkies. I mean, the Yankees, (laughs) excuse me. Um,
0: I had uh, the Blue Jays second as the wildcard team, the Orioles third, a a strong third. I had the Rays dropping down. um, And then I had the Red Sox. And I really thought this was the strongest division in baseball. And it has proven to be that. Um, As of today, the Rays are in first place. And they are one game ahead of the Orioles, who do have a wild-card spot if the season ended today. Five and a half ahead of the Blue Jays, who also has a wild-card spot. The Red Sox are eight games behind in fourth place, and the Yankees are in last place. So <laughs> I will sacrifice my
1: pick at the Yankees and happily pronounce that They are in last place. My gosh, that place will be a riot. They'll be turning over cars and everything up in New York if they don't make the playoffs. I would love it. I, I do hate the Yankees as well. The Mets more than the Yankees. But uh, I picked the Blue Jays. And I picked the Blue Jays to go all the way to the World Series and win the World Series. And they're still in it. They still got a chance. But I think that's a very good team. But I, The one guy that surprised me out of everybody is uh, Alex Manoa, the pitcher. He just – last year he looked like a Cy Young candidate. This year he's falling apart. They sent him to the minors. I think he's back now. But uh, he was supposed to be a big part of their success this year. And he's just fallen. And that happens sometimes. He fell flat. Uh, the Yankees I had for second. And it's so happy to see them down at the bottom. Uh, Tampa Bay, I got that wrong, Vince. I had Tampa Bay third, Orioles fourth. And that's going to be a great race with these young Orioles that could be great for many, many years to come. And uh, Tampa Bay, and it seems like they're starting to get a little stressed. And here's the Orioles sitting right on the – it's going to be a good chase. And I picked the Red Sox for last, and they're in fourth right now. So uh, I didn't do very good with that division. I had uh, Blue Jays, Yankees, and Tampa Bay all making the playoffs over there. So that's my pick.
0: Well, go ahead and do the uh, Triple A L Central. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this division might be worse than our division. Maybe. I don't know. The oh, top, I think it is. The top two uh, are, are not bad. Teams. um i picked the guardians the cleveland guardians i'm a big jose ramirez fan i picked them to win the division and uh right now they're in second place and second place i picked the minnesota twins and they're in first place right now but it's very close this this is going to be a good race all the way to the end uh the white Sox, i did pick for third and right now they're in fourth but they're just right behind the third place team uh the royals was i wrong on this one i picked them for fourth place and they're the only the if it wasn't for the Oakland A's they'd be the worst team in baseball so the Royals in fourth and and I picked last place I picked the Tigers and the Tigers are actually in third place right now that I'm shocked I didn't see them having any you know Miguel Cabrera's man he's got pigeons on him (laughs) He don't move anymore and uh they just have a bunch of young players and they're you know I think they're playing good ball right now so anyway I was I was right on the top two, but I've been wrong on the bottom three all over the place. Well, for the
0: Central, I picked the Twins to win it. They are in first place now, but it's kind of like this. There are five turds in the toilet, and the Twins are the prettiest turd right now. So, you know.
1: (laughs) The uh, nicest guy in prison.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I have the Guardians uh, second. So, I, I did get the top two, you know, so far correct. Um, I had the White Sox finishing third, and they've been more disastrous than I ever imagined. Uh, they are in fourth. I had the Royals finishing fifth because I thought the Royals were a little more on the upswing than the Tigers. I thought, with like Baez um, and Marrera, uh, I, I just thought, as yeah, kind of an older team in Kansas City, was going, you know, besides Perez, who's really producing. They're really going easier and uh I thought that you know they'd be a little more of an exciting team and uh they are an exciting team if you like watching teams get creamed. um so <laughs> I, I I you know picking the Tigers last and uh they're in third place not a great record but it's a terrible division um so that's that's kind of in my surprise of the division Mm-mm-mm. I'll finish up with the West. I picked a repeat winner, the Houston Astros, to win this division. They are currently in second place. They do have a wild card spot if the season ended today, three and a half games back. And I picked the Marlins to finish second and the Rangers to finish third. And both those teams secure wild card spots. The Rangers are actually in first place. And they are looking like that this may be their year. That That's a really good team, and I I just think Bruce Bochy's a different bag, difference maker. Uh, the Mariners are in third place, uh, eight games out. They're only like a half game out of a wild card spot. Uh, they're gonna need to catch fire a little bit. Um, I had the uh, Angels picked fourth, which they're in fourth, and I had Oakland uh picked last, and they. Are at 31 and a half games out first
1: place. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you're, the pred- you're the predictor. You got that one. You nailed that one good. Well, I'm with you. I picked the Astros for first. And I think Dusty's done a great job this year. There's been some injuries. I don't think if Ray you at first base has played as good as they No, did No, he's, he's and there's talk that they're very interested in Goldschmidt. And I don't, I don't want to trade him, but they give us a, you know, they open up the treasure chest the pitching man yeah give us some pitching give us some pitching so if they had a goldschmidt add that to that team look out now tuve was hurt i don't remember but the world baseball classic he got his hand broke he missed the beginning of the year and they're right there they're only three well as of monday three games out so the astros and with dusty baker pulling the strings don't count them out they're going to be good i picked the marlins for second or the mariners i'm sorry Seattle Mariners for second because last year they just came on so good and there's still two and a half months left. So that still could be a possibility, but right now uh, they're in third place. I had me and you had this flip flopped. I had the angels in third. Uh, I just thought everything with Otani free agency coming up and trout healthy at the time and Rendon healthy at the time and things were just, they made some moves in the winter time, but I was wrong. they're in fourth place and the Rangers I had in fourth and man, I look dumb there. And you're right, Bruce Bochy, the moves they made, everything seems to be gelling. And uh, they were the first team to make a move before the trading deadline. They went to Kansas city had Chapman. They made a move for Chapman a couple of weeks ago and he's come in and looked really good. And that could be, that was their one kind of weakness. There was the end of their bullpen. If Chapman's any sign of what he used to be and Bochy knows how to, Not overwork them. That could be a big move. And, of course, the Oakland A's in last place. And uh, I was right on that one, too. (laughs) I got that one right. You're an astronaut. (laughs) Uh, Well, we picked the World Series winners. That was our next thing we picked. And I went with the National League having the Atlanta Braves. And that's a possibility. And the American League having the Toronto Blue Jays. And um, I picked the Blue Jays to win it in, like, six games. Still a possibility, but right now Toronto's pitching staff is going to have to pick it up.
0: <laughs> I picked the
1: San Diego Padres <laughs> to win the World <laughs> Series over the Seattle Mariners. It's still a po- – hey, if they get hot, Vince, you'll look like a genius. Yeah, yeah well, we we shall see. Uh, do you remember who you picked for the awards? Yes, I do. You, you, you want to start off uh, one of them, the Cy Young, or uh... let's start with Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, you've got. You I to foolishly said that the Rookie of the Year,
0: because I and I admitted on the podcast I was voting with my heart. The Rookie of the Year would be Hayden Wisniewski, who has had been up and down between the Cubs and Iowa. I whiffed at that. The the American League, I had Masataka Ishida, who was having a great year. He's hitting 15. about three fifteen. He's he's uh-huh. uh, double digit home runs,
1: uh, quite a few RBIs. I may get this one, so I, I think you got you got a good shot at that one. Very good, and I don't blame you for picking the Cub. You're a great Cub fan, and that's what that's what you are. You're loyal to your team and hopeful thinking. But, uh, well, I did the same thing. I picked Jordan Walker. And although I don't think he's going to be the rookie of the year, he's had a pretty good season. Uh, he's hitting at uh, 279, um, nine doubles, eight home runs, 26 RBIs. And remember, he went back to the minors for a while. He's played a lot better in the outfield. But in the National League, there's some really good uh, players Uh that, that Corbin Carroll kid from Arizona looks like he's the front runner. He's looking yeah. fantastic. Um, so there's about four or five guys. He, he could end up in the final three for rookie of the year, but I uh, right now, I think he's just on the outskirts of that about fifth best rookie of the national league. And then the other one I picked was, um, what was my other pick? Uh, Oh, in the American league, I picked Gunnar Henderson, uh, Henderson, the third baseman from the Orioles, and I was off on that. He's done okay, 246 batting average. Uh, But uh, you're right, the Red Sox kid, Yoshida, and Texas has a third baseman, uh, Josh Jung, and he's had a – I think he was an all-star this year. Yeah. So those those two guys have much better – Henderson's on a good team, and he's played – he's coming along nicely, but he's not rookie of the year this year. So that was my picks for the uh, rookie of the year.
0: Well for Cy Young in the National League, I whiffed again. I had Julio Ureas, who's been injured. So mm-hmm. they ain't winning no Cy Young Award this year. But in the American League, I did pick Garrett Cole, who is having a Cy Young caliber year. So
1: Well, my picks I picked Logan Webb from the Giants for the National League. Eight and seven, uh, a three point one one ERA. Uh, 133 innings, 134 strikeouts, and only 23 walks. The eight and seven, uh, I think he is the best pitcher on that team. Myself, and I, I, I really I,
0: out the other day, did he?
1: Yeah, and he's coming yeah. on strong, and it's going to be a, a pennant race. So hang on. He he's. I don't think he's in the top. He might be like the eighth if you pick the top ten pitchers in league. He might be at the bottom of the top ten, but he's doing really good. And the Giants, uh, he's anchoring that giant staff. So um, there's still a chance on that one, and I'm with you, Vince. I went with Garrett Cole, uh, who's right in the front. He's right there with it for the the Cy Young. Uh, he's nine and two, anchoring that team. He takes the ball every fifth day. Uh, a two point seven eight ERA, uh, 123 innings pitched, 134 strikeouts, on only 35 walks. That's a great season right there, and Garrett Cole's the the ace of that staff. I messed up the MVP too. Uh National <laughs> League, I have Manny Machado. He's I think it's called... well he's, he's coming on. He's done better. He's done better lately.
0: Well, unless the Padres kick it up in the high gear and he goes completely crazy, he's not winning the uh MVP. Um in the American League I have Aaron Judge, who has just had trouble staying on the field this year. Uh he's produced really nicely when he's been on the field, but I was thinking he's gonna have Mid 50s, high 50s home runs this year. He's
1: just not playing enough. So he carried the Yankees last year. He carried yeah. that whole team. Well, I'm off on both of my picks, although I love both of these players, they're both third basemen. Uh, National League, I picked Austin Riley, and uh, he's not even the best player on his team. Acuna Jr. and rise might be the one and two guys for the MVP uh but really Acuna is just having a heck of a year but austin riley a 261 batting average i can't he's doing okay but not Acuna junior stats and in the american league uh everybody was picking otani so i picked jose ramirez as my uh mvp and um you know you got otani over there and i don't see anybody taking that away from him uh but he's at 285 with um 14 home runs is his power's down, but Vince, you went to a game. We need to get you out there to Cleveland. Yeah. Every time you go, he with three home runs. Every you guys time run I go there. to a game in Cleveland, he hits three home runs. It's we amazing. Got, we got to get you up there for a week. He'll, he'll be up there yeah. in the race then. Um, and he's got a lot. He's, he's an RBI machine. Jose Ramirez is just an RBI machine. He's got 54 already, and he's on a pace for over 100 again. So that was my picks, and there's a couple that could come true, but Vince – one thing I have to say is we're just as good as those baseball magazines. I think we're more accurate to be honest with you. Cause they're way off on some of their picks. Plus we are better
0: looking. Oh, well,
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> uh, like I said at the beginning, I have baseball uh, cards. Yes.
1: What are you opening? Well, I fell in love with these, uh, Allen Ginter cards. The ones that look like old time cards. Oh yeah. Those are cool. I yeah, love those cool. cards. So, uh, you never know what you're going to get. There's only six in a pack. I bought a whole box. So I'll be opening these for the next few times up. And, uh um, Oh, the first one I have, I, I always wish the Cardinals would have got this guy, but Seattle prying away from the reds, uh, Luis Castillo, the pitcher. Uh-huh. There, yeah. there, there, there is in his red uniform with Mr. Red on the sleeve, but, uh, he's doing a heck of a job for Seattle up there. Um, we have the miniature card. Let's see who the miniature card is. Uh, and oh, man. <laughs> and contact. One-eighth. Yeah, very good, man. You're bringing back the short players. Yeah. this Wee Reese, this is Jose Ramir, uh, Rodriguez from Seattle who uh, hit all those home runs in that round. That was incredible home run display. And he's the new face of the Seattle Mariners up there. So two Mariner players right there and uh, they say there's five cards in here or six cards but i only got five i'm right i'm right my congressman yeah what the heck the next guy is uh a soccer player sam mwoos i don't know what the heck i'm going to have to read why he's even got a card what the heck i got four cards now that's outrageous and the other two are uh 1965 mvp national league Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid right right there. Yeah, there he is. Very cool. They do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, looking back in time and stuff like that. And the next one is, it's a part of the uniform. They cut part of the uniform, and it's Pete Alonso. Ah. Little thing there. So that's kind of cool they got that. They found that a lot of fans, it, it raises the value of the card or something. I'm okay with it. So anyway, that's my pack, and I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you.
0: Well, I'm doing a 1991 Fleer.
1: Ooh wee.
0: Ultra Baseball. Fun.
1: Memory Lane. Cards and one sticker. What um, were you doing in 91? Where were you in 91?
0: I moved from Kansas City to Buffalto. I lived with my mother-in-law for about 4 months and then I went to Belleville, Illinois.
1: Okay, all right, good memories. I got a Mariners
0: sticker. I'll maybe put that here. I don't know. Yeah.
1: There we go. Those I like four. it. Ooh!
0: Now this is 1991. Okay. I have my first Hall of Famer, Ken
1: Griffey
0: Jr. Oh,
1: very nice. The yeah. kid, that kid.
0: Oh former catcher for the pirates don slot
1: oh i remember don yeah nice nice career
0: uh former twins pitcher rich garces don't remember him don't he played on him. played on the 91 team that won the world series oh former cardinals catcher tom pagnazzi
1: uh, played for the uh... Play for the University of Arkansas. They drafted him out of Arkansas.
0: Nice. Oh, and here's also a former Cardinal, a uh, very good player, uh, Greg Jeffries.
1: Greg Jeffries filled he, in nicely at first base for a couple of years.
0: He, he could hit. I mean, he wasn't a power hitter, but man, he was just he's just a good hitter.
1: The Mets had a great minor league system, and it was like Dave Magadan and Jeffries and. Uh, Isringhausen and uh they had about three pitchers and three position players they thought were going to take him to the next level, and then they turned out to be okay. Yeah.
0: Uh former Cub, current Nationals manager, Dave Martinez.
1: Love Dave Martinez. Good man, good baseball man.
0: Uh, here's a man who is known for hitting a clutch home run in gosh, which world series was it? I think 95. I don't remember. Jimmy Laveritz oh yeah good player another former cardinal catcher spanky lavalier yeah very good oh former cardinal what the heck? joe mcgrain
1: joe mcgrain uh, he's a broad- broadcaster now
0: yeah i love this guy and if you wouldn't have got hit by a fastball in the temple by mike torres he was on the verge of being an all-star. The year before that, he had 20 home runs as a shortstop in the Astros. So he was on his way. Dickie Thon. Oh,
1: Dickie Thon. Yeah. I didn't know that's what happened to him.
0: Yeah, Mike. opening day, uh, Mike Torres threw a fastball that one of those that just gets away from him and got him right in the temple. Mm-hmm. I think he missed the whole year. And then when he came back, he was just a part-time player after that. Uh, Ranger Shore sub Jeff Houston.
1: I remember uh, the name. I remember the name. That's all. I
0: don't remember it. I think I, – I don't think this guy's really a ball player. I think he's They just
1: player. threw – they threw it like a soccer player. They threw that yeah. in there?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the greatest pitcher to come from Nicaragua, who once pitched a perfect game, Dennis Martinez. El Presidente.
1: Holy cow, another Kim Griffey Jr. What the heck? Hey, man, this is, yeah, you got to play the lottery. Hey, it's a, what is it? Is it a billion? I don't know. It's a lot of money. I don't
0: know. Yeah. More money than what I have. And here's a pitcher who had like five, six dominant years, and if he could have sustained certain Hall of Famer, big game pitcher, Dave Stewart.
1: Oh, Yes. Uh, Dave for, Duncan uh, for the A's and the Phillies. Uh, but Dave Duncan was the pitching coach that kind of turned his career around. 4 four twenty 20-game seasons in a row where he won 20 games. Yeah. yeah. He, he won
0: a World Series with the A's, and then he went to the Blue Jays and won a World Series anchoring that rotation uh, with uh, Dave Steve and uh, some of the other – gosh, what was his name?
1: Uh, Jimmy He. Yeah,
0: they have that rotation. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So. I remember the thing I remember about him most in the playoffs, it was always he had a matchup against Roger Clemens. It was like the A's and the Red Sox. And he always beat Clemens. And Clemens was the man back then. Oh, oh that was great. That was great. This, this is what I most
0: remember about him.
1: Oh, yes. The death stare.
0: The cap the glove right there and just the stare. That's so intimidating. That. And every time I see him interviewed and everything, Nicest guy, he's got a high-pitched voice, you know. (laughs)
1: Terry Terry Funk is the same way. Mean, crazy-looking guy, he's got the highest, nicest voice. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, JJ, we're halfway through the year. You guys have come out of the blocks a lot better than we have. Uh, I do hope you have a better second half of the year. Thank Um, you. But I I see us both uh, ending up doing some selling. Uh, simply because I don't think the division is worth trying to make a run at this year because we're we're just not – neither of us are there. And no. uh, um, the Brewers seem to be putting it together. The Brewers are a veteran team. Craig Council knows what he's doing. I just don't see them choking it away. So.
1: What? It's going to be it's well, going to be fun though. It, it, this is uh, we were excited about opening day. We were excited down the stretch, the ups and the downs. The Cardinals have way more downs than ups so far. We got both have young players that we're getting to look at and we're excited about in the future. The All Star Game, we both had representatives there that did well. Guys are having good years now. The trading deadline, the pennant races. It's going to be fun. This is it's just exciting. I can't wait. The next two weeks is going to be fun to see who ends up where and what's going to happen for the rest of the year. So I'm excited,
0: man. All righty. Well, thank you. We will see you all next week.